Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 167. Thank you for joining us tonight. It is good to be back. It sure is. And uh, took a little, took a little, little vacay. Um, surprisingly, didn't turn completely into a tomato, and I'm glad to be back. Chambers, thank you for holding down the fort. Even though I didn't, didn't really do an episode too much. <laughs> I mean, it's funny what he called. A couple of people reached out to me. They're like, dude, I would have done an episode with you. I was like, I would have gladly done an episode with someone. <laughs> I don't know how to upload the podcast to the website. <laughs> so we should have planned ahead with that. And then we could have done it. And then we wouldn't have missed a week. But oops. <laughs> but we're back. And I do hope you guys got in double the amount of questions for us, both from last week and this week. Did they, Jim? I mean, we have a lot of questions. So. Okay, good. So yeah, no, it was a it was a fun time. Uh, a topic I'm gonna bring up a little bit on a little which is better. Brad, you going on a world tour? I, I did, I did. All right. So, um, but Chambers, what uh, what you got in your glass tonight? Well, Brian, since we took a little break, I figured I owed it to everyone to up my game up a little bit tonight. <laughs> so I am drinking from the Four Hands Brewing Company, their Madagascar Triple Chocolate. So this is an imperial milk stout aged in bourbon barrels with Madagascar vanilla and single-origin cacao. <laughs> Comes in at 9.3% alcohol by volume. Ooh. Right. I will give you a guess as to how much one can of this costs. One can Madagascar triple chocolate. Uh, $14. Actually, that's right in the middle. Online, it says 13 but where my wife got it, it was 15 So... Okay. Yeah, every place limits you to like one per can that you go there. So, you said it was four hands. Four hands brewing, yeah. Where are they out of? St. Louis. This is where my mm. wife was out in St. Louis. So she grabbed me a six pack mm. of stuff, and this was one of them. Nice. Yeah, Jim. I'm glad uh, I've been able to convert you into a little bit of a stout boy now. This is a nice old dark boy. I've already had a <laughs> sip of it already, and it tastes like chocolate fucking candy. It's amazing. I'm just glad I healed your racist heart. <laughs> Look, Bri. I fat to certain things long before I drank them, all right? Damn it, Jim. God damn it. All right. Well, <laughs> Jim. No, no. Never mind. Let's move on. Is this going to be another Kevin Spacey moment for you, Jim? Nope. <laughs> So, Jim is classing it up. I am also uh, <clears throat> on vacation. Both my kids managed to get sick. So, of course, they gave it to Daddy because that's what kids do. I'm classing it down with J Jim's specialty, Coors Light. You've got, got some role reversal I, going on today. I, I need it. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't going to not drink because that would be blasphemy. But I figured to hydrate me, I'd drink something easy. So, yeah, I went down to Coors Light. Smart. Bro, you need to get your rest. We got too many games this weekend. Oh, I, sure. Don't worry. I I already have that. Why the fuck? Well, I already have that well planned out. Um, but yeah, speaking of too many games, Jim, I know we announced it a while ago, but we are going to be there. And it's going to be two days away from this podcast. If you haven't already, Jim's going to, I'm sure, be sending out plenty of tweets talking about it. But we hope to see some of you there. If you do see us, make sure, come say hi. Come drink a beer with us, whatever you want to do. We will have merch that we want to just give out to some of you guys. So really hope we get to see some of you out there. Yeah, definitely. So like Brian said, if you see us, please feel free to come on up and say hi. We are 
very appreciative to meet anyone that we can. Hopefully, I won't be as much of a mess as I was last year, but that remains to be seen. Um, I mean, even if you are, Jim, this time, I'm literally just going to put a tracker on you. So when you go pee, you can't get lost. Or I do kind of need a dog collar tracker. You really do. Or like life <laughs> alert. I need, li- I need like the drunk version of life alert. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, That's you know what? a good idea. Dude, actually, Holy you just shit. inspired me. The, all those terrible, like, uh, as found on TV commercials where it's like, it's in the black and white and so, it shows someone no, doing something foolishly. Yeah. But the bad part is you really are that person in that commercial. Like, when they show them, like, have trouble with your dishes and the guy's like fumbling and it all falls on that's really you when you're drunk <laughs> i hate that i can't deny this <laughs> so yeah i mean we're gonna figure something out like you said dan will be there Do and we just call uh, it drunk alert what do we we gotta we gotta bat <clears throat> this thing we gotta we there's gonna gotta be something that's for sure uh, but yeah i'm gonna be handling jim so hopefully if we do talk to any of you I'll probably be doing more of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm still conscious by then, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely excited. And you know what, Jim? I do have one goal. I at least want to buy – last time we were there, I think I bought Resident Evil – excuse me, uh, Survive – what the hell is it called? The yeah, I think you did Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, I got that, and then I got my son Monsters, Inc. on, like, PS1 or PS2. Mm-hmm. I want to get at least two games for myself. I want to get, like – two games now obviously i lean into the horror stuff i know they're gonna be balls expensive but this time that's my goal are you planning on actually collecting anything i'm not really planning on getting anything like if i find a decent deal on maybe like a turbo graphics game because i haven't bought one in a good calendar year maybe i'll just be like yeah what the hell i'm going on it but uh last year when i was there i only bought one game and it was a switch game so yeah i mean Prices aren't getting any easier, so we're going to have to be real picky. <laughs> Jim, this might be the year. Just bite the bullet. Get the Vectrex. <laughs> no, Brian, because our good friend Todd will be buying me this Vectrex. <laughs> um, actually, I've already spoken with him. He's going to buy it and then hand it to me. As the look in your eye goes to pure fury. <laughs> look, we just get a Vectrex for the page. I'll play it. Anytime I don't have to pay for it. I don't give a fuck. Um... Speaking of games, Chambers, what have you been playing this past two weeks, actually? Um, not a lot. So, actually, in the week we were off, I I wound up getting this big-ass box of games from my uh, one friend, Ryan. Like, his uncle was just clearing out a bunch of stuff. So, I started filming an unboxing for it. And by the end, I was like, holy shit, I just talked for 40 minutes. So, working on that, I was like, I haven't had a ton of time. I actually did uh, pop my cherry, Brian, and I had the full... <laughs> I had the full-on Soulsborne experience. I had the joy of playing Elden Ring for a little bit and getting a good amount of runes. I could have done some grinding, but I was like, oh, let me try what this room is. And it was a boss room. And it was a boss room going in, but I was like, I think I'm decently statted right now. Completely unprepared for it. And I got to experience the joy of being completely unprepared for a boss room and having all my runes stuck in that rune. So that's just wasted, gone experience and time. And I wasted about two hours of my time. And I was furious. Jim, you mean it's not the grind that you loved so much? <laughs> I mean, I'll go back to it. But like, like I was talking about that with some people, and they're like, yeah, that's a Souls game. And I was like, this is what yeah. it's like. This is what it is. I mean, it, <clears throat> and I've argued... And everyone has a. I don't care what anyone's opinion. Like, my argument is, the accomplishment of when you do finally beat it, 
doesn't amount doesn't equate to the amount of frustration and time wasted to get to that point in my opinion like other people i'm sure but like like you said that's easily two hours plus however many hours you grind it before then plus if you die before you get back there you'll never get that shit back no that's stuck in the boss room i'm never getting it back so i just have to like abandon those runes but you can't if you go back to that boss room yeah but i still have to beat the boss to leave well the that, room. that's what i'm saying i'm saying like if you assuming let's say you go back there you don't die and you beat him, then you may get them back. I mean, yes, assuming I do a shitload more grinding for another 10 hours, level yeah. up a bunch of times, and somehow make my way back there without dying yeah. to get them <laughs> back, then yes, I guess it's plausible. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, and that's the conundrum that is Soul Games. So I'm just, I'm just kissing that experience goodbye, basically. So mm. that's, that's cute. But uh, besides that, I obviously played Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge with you on stream. I uh, had a very good time with it. Uh, I mean, check out the link uh, to our last video on the page. It's our upload of our stream of it. That was really fun. And I've actually gone back to Mario and Rabbids to try and finish that off. I was about halfway through it before, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm finishing this thing off. I'll add it to the list. So Yeah. Nice. And then I eventually got to get back to, like, Halo Wars and the other things I was working on. So Nice. Now, Jim, when you said you were uh, woefully prepared for that boss, was this equivalent to uh, which final was it we were doing that you just kind of gave up in the middle of? <laughs> Remember you were taking that one test and you were like, I'm just, I'm done. No, that, I think that was a midterm. That was a midterm. <laughs> yeah. And I just like got up after five minutes and I just walked in the front of the class. And he's like, are you done already? I was like, nope, I'm dropping the class. He was like, what the hell? You can't do that. I was like, sure can. It was such an impressive display of, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to waste my time. I'm going to waste your time. And the results are going to be about 10 points away from the same. So at this point, I might as well just cut my losses. So, <laughs> so is that the same feeling you got now with this game? <laughs> kind of. I gave it way more tries in that boss fight than I did for that uh, test. I'll tell you that. All right. <laughs> I went back there a good five, six times before I went, ah, I don't think this is happening. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um... Most of my gaming actually was uh, when I was on vacation. I we did hit up a good amount of arcades. Um, there's some last time you've been to arcades. There's like a lot of interesting shooters now that like they incorporate like water guns too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's the plans for a zombies one, and there's like a, one kind, or two others. Yeah, yeah. Th like there was that. There was the giant um, is it Space Invaders or Galaga. It's like a ginormous screen. I think you and I played it somewhere before. Yeah, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Um, but I did. I don't know. We did. We did a lot of very interesting little games. It was more for the kids, though. Um, so I did that. I played obviously Shredder's Revenge when I came back Thursday. Um, that game I still defend, Jim. I think is better than Street Rage Four. I mean, I'll say it leaves a way better first impression. Like I yeah. will not, I will not argue that at all. I gotta, mm. I gotta put more time into a single player before I can, you know, definitively say either way. It's really good though. Don't get me wrong, but mm. yeah, no, it leaves a way better first impression. I will, one hundred percent, say that. Yeah, yeah. I went back and I played uh, a couple of those stages, first couple stages as Casey Jones. So yeah, it really is fun. I will say, but I feel the same way about Streets of Rage 4, it is infinitely more fun with somebody. Like, it, it's fine single player, but I, 
both games, they give me the same exact vibes going single player. I'm like, it's fine. I can get through it fine. But the fun is like kind of working together and competing with someone at the same time. Yeah, I can see that. No, I mean, like, you, you know me, I was obsessed with Streets of Rage 4, so I was more than fine playing that by myself. But, yeah, I'll have to see how that rolls with uh, TMNT. Now, uh, other than that, though, I really... Oh, you know what? I did download the latest Forza. I've been wanting to get back into racing games, oh. and it's free on Game Pass, so I'm like, why not? It's only 100 gigs. Um, Ooh. So, yeah, that took a little while, a couple clearing of games. But so far, it's beautiful. It looks awesome. And I'm still playing on the original Xbox. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I've been downloading all the free games every month for uh, PlayStation. And I haven't gotten around any of them. But Yeah, I the PlayStation, did they actually, you know what, now I'm thinking about it. What? Did they already change it over to the new system? I think they rolled it out. So, you know what I did notice? <clears throat> um, with the rollout, they have a lot of their AAA titles like available now. Like Returnal, the game I want to buy anyway. Um, Spider-Man game, obviously God of War. Like, they have a lot of really good game perfect for like me and you who like never really did the playstation games yeah well god of war is the free game this month anyway so i just downloaded that yeah and but yeah they have like both spider-man and spider-man miles morales so you gotta download the spider-man because we gotta we're do gonna it. be doing that anyway but yeah. yeah i think that's that seems pretty cool and i do like some of the more uh random ps3 horror games like they have uh that fear game that i've never actually played hmm no, so. I'll, I'll have to check it out more. I haven't touched any of that at all, really. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I do know people were complaining that like they were saying, oh, 700 games will be available, and it's only like 200 something like that. So, you know, a little bit of that old uh, not living up. But hey, so far people are saying the ROMs run all right and shit like that. I haven't heard any complaints. So cool. I mean, I also kind of feel like PlayStation. They don't need to try to compete with Game Pass. They they sold more systems. Game Pass just is better. They just need to move on. That's it. Yeah. Well, they already said, like we talked about, they're never going to have day one releases on their system. So No. Oh, but Jim, there's demos. <laughs> Kalu Kalei. Everyone, everyone cares about demos, Jim. Demos made by PlayStation, not even the devs. So I'm sure it's going to be a great representation. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I... I'm excited, but Jambers, I think the real bulk of this episode has to be to the many questions we received. So what do we got from our awesome patrons this week? Patreon.com slash drink a beer, play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we'll answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So first up from JD Mains, holding all other variables constant like graphics, control, etc. Which game has the best story? I know it won't be anything recent with Jim because like me, he probably speeds through dialogue. Yes, I do. Especially Elden Ring and that fucking George R. R. Martin gibberish. I don't care. I mean, he, does he mean just any new game? I think he's just saying any game in general, what has the best story. Shit. If you take, like, control and graphics and all that shit out of the, out of the uh, equation. That's a fucking toughie. I mean, that's really tough. I... Uh, Hmm. I mean, 
I, I mean, I know I'm a mark for them, but I might have to go the Shadowrun games from the 16-bit era, like both Genesis and Super NES. Like, take your pick. Like, I think the Super NES one probably has a deeper story, so maybe that would have to be my straight-up pick. But for a cool, you know, cyberpunk, you know, kind of Blade Runner knockoff-ish kind of feel, any of the Shadowruns that Genesis or Returns, you're not going to really go wrong there. Hmm. Yeah, I knew you would do a terrible pick. Um, <laughs> now, I don't know. That, I did that, a game it, it's, right! <laughs> No, it's it's so... I mean, like, the real answer is it's going to be whatever you like. So, yeah, for you, Shadowrun makes the most sense. I'm trying to think of games where, like, all I cared about was a story. And all I can think of are modern examples I had just finished. Like, like I really did, like, The Witcher story. I don't know if I wouldn't... I can't really say because it's so new. The God of War, if you look at the franchise, how it went from the Greek shit into now the Norse and, like, the story carries over and what it's, like, leading up to, I really like that. But I'm also a nerd for, like, mythology. Um, MK mythology? That's actually probably the best story mode in... Well, it is the best story mode in a fighting game series. Yep. Speaking about, well, we mean 9 and 10 and 11. Not so much before then. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll, just to, e to easily throw it out there, I'll go God of War. But, yeah, that's a great, that is a great question. Yeah. I know, I, Jim, like you said, I know you're not. When was the last new game that you actually cared or didn't completely skip through dialogue of the story? Uh, ooh. That's fucking tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you know what? Fucking blasphemous. I was I was hooked into okay. all the lore and everything that they were going through with that. So definitely fucked up religious overtones of everything like that in there. But that told a really cool story on top of everything else that was going on, being a great Metroidvania. So. Mm. Okay. And you know what? I didn't skip through any of the dialogue really with Hades either. No, Hades is great. Hades is weird, though, because it's like you and I both only did the one run through. I feel like we need to go all ten times to really get the story. So, yeah. <laughs> I, and you know what? I have been having a hankering to go back to that now. Like, it's I think I, it's been long enough where I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll run back through it. Yeah, what do you call it? I saw someone, like, post their, like, collection of PS5 games, and they had Hades there. And I was like, oh, man, I want to play through Hades again. But I was like, no, you have other shit to do. I just wonder, since when you play back through, though, you still have, like, all the same, like, all your powers and shit. So it's like, in theory, it may be easier. Unless you want to do all those new challenges and, like, those, different Those crazy on ones. Yeah. 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 No, great, great question, though. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, wait, Jim. Plague Tale. Oh, shit, that, that was a story? great story. Yeah, I didn't skip through any of that either. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and the new one's coming out soon, so I'm, I know. I'm excited for that. I'm actually excited for a new game. If that actually... I think they said it is coming to Game Pass. I, yeah, it's one. coming to day, Game Pass day one. Yep. Do you think that'll be like a, within that same week you'll download it and try it? Yeah, I'll at least download it and hopefully put a little time into it. So, yeah. Nice. No, but great question, though. Yep. Oh man! Speaking of great questions, Brian mm. from Travis uh -oh. from Travis Lee, who would come first, Spyro or Bubsy? What does he mean by "come," Jim? What do you think he means by "come," Brian? I don't know because I'm not reading it. It's, so I it's don't spelled C-U-M. Jizz, sperm, <laughs> splooge, ejaculate. 
Spyro or who? Bubsy. Probably Bubsy, because you know he ain't getting any. See, Spyro Brian. gets it all. See, Brian, I was also going to say Bubsy, but Bubsy's famous phrase is, what could possibly go wrong? So, he, I just assume he would be hoisted by his own petard, and he would obviously come first after talking such a big game. So, <laughs> so we're agreeing that Bubsy comes first? Yes, yes we are. Okay. <laughs> See, you started that by saying, "See, Brian, I was gonna say that," and then you I was gonna—I was going it. more analytical, Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, you have to break it down into the science behind it. You can't just throw a name out there. Thank you, Travis. It was a great question. Spyro, you win again. <laughs> so, actually, Phony uh, found out, followed up with another question because at first he was gonna say, "Will you be getting Shred's Revenge and playing it and doing a co-op playthrough?" Which we obviously did. So mm -hmm. he followed that up with. How come rollerblading and skateboarding isn't popping like it was in the 90s? Do kids still do it? Same with Razor Scooters. Well, Razor Scooters, I always felt, were kind of silly. Um, rollerblading, I mean, I grew up loving the shit out of it. I went to the, the skate place that we went to where I lived was the Palace. Although people did quads too. So, you know, rollerblading was its own thing. Um, I did rollerblading hockey most of my life um even got on but didn't stay on the drexel team that they had for rollerblading um skateboarding i feel like i don't really th i mean i don't think it's dead i feel like it's just not as big like tony hawk made it so much bigger yeah and then it's still popular just yeah that the boom it's kind of like wrestling like no one will ever refill that nine late 90s wrestling vibe like the late 90s skateboarding vibe um rollerblading though yeah that is a good one i don't i don't see anyone doing it i don't know if there's a particular reason maybe because now everything is like you can just have an electric scooter or like an electric this or an electric that so it's like why use your own leg power anymore i don't know because the goddamn kids are too busy stuck in the goddamn doors and sitting on discord and playing their video <laughs> that's the problem well, I Speaking think of, link well, to our Discord below. Well, no, here's the thing. I think, you know what, to replace that, as I'm being serious about things with engines, those uh, hoverboards. Like, that was that's like a, the that, thing. No, I, I haven't seen one of those in a long time, though. But I still, every so often, like, going up around my brother's neighborhood, like, I still see kids in that neighborhood. Yeah, rich kid tours. Out, out to, I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like shit like that is what replaced, like you said... You're not going to go back to vinyls unless you're a nerd. You're going to go with digital. So, Well, you know what? It's weird because, like, I never see kids playing, like, street hockey anymore or shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that was happening all the time when I was a kid. Hell, even I would play with my neighbors. And I, to go back to the skating part, I couldn't skate to save my fucking life. This might Dude, come I'm as shocked. a shock. This might come <laughs> as a shock. Me, the king of balance and coordination over here. I was a kid playing playing in sneakers while everyone else was in skates. Let's just say that was that was more that, that gave me better chance. Jim, for a Patreon, can me and you play each other in roller hockey? Oh my god! With checking? No, I don't want to break anything because I'm not even going to make it to you. I'm just going to fall. Jim, even with quads, even with quads, I'll just fall right on my ass. What about ice skating, Jim? Were you good at that? Never done it. Never even attempted. Really? Yeah. Oh, we got to, you know, we got to do it and we got to film it. Is that going to be the Christmas gift to the patrons this year? Jim, you know what we should do? We should do our pop in our cherries. Do it, do that as its own segment. And we'll each do something like there's plenty of stuff I've never done that 
it'll be like we can film it. It'll be like my first time, your first time ice skating and stuff. Ah, uh, Brian's first time doing cocaine. Damn it. <laughs> All right, get to a couple thousand a month. <laughs> well, you heard it, people. Let's ruin Brian's life. <laughs> hey, see, that's the right idea with the sniffles. There you go. But yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think more, you know, there's more inside shit to do. We just got done a fucking, well, we're not done, but you know what I mean with the whole pandemic thing. So, and I just think everyone's lazier these days. So there you go. But yeah. no, I mean, it also depends on the area. Like my area, I don't see anyone skating around, but like, if you go downtown, like in center city, Philly, for example, you'll see people grinding on the, the parks and shit like that. So like Brian yeah. said, it's yeah. got its fans, but it's not mainstream anymore. No. No. Ain't no one talking about the X Games. But last up from <laughs> Burn Retinas. Favorite Final Destination death? Right, this is right up your alley. I don't know if it's favorite, but it's the one that still sticks with me. And it's the one that probably most people would say is driving behind the big log. Damn it, that was going to be my answer. Because that's the only one I really that, remember. Because that is, like to me, the most... Because inf- um, is that... Is that in that same one when the water bottle slides under the brake and she can't, like, press it because of that? Uh, I forget. Or is that I've, a different one? I think I've only seen the first. They all blend together. I know. I, I, I think I've, I've only not, seen, like, the first two. Yeah, I, I've maybe seen the first three. Because um, that's two things. Like, my wife always yells at me, like, if the water bottle drops anywhere near my side... I, mean, I get Dude, it because it's gonna roll. My wife does. Well, they are sisters, so it makes yeah. sense. But yeah, she does the same thing. That and with the fucking like the log. It's probably not even from watching the movies. It's just from our wives bitching at us to from... not do these certain things. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's the one I think about the most. But there are plenty of like crazy ass. I mean that's that's the thing. That movie is you don't give two shits about the plot no you just care about the kills so no and they came up with some fun creative shit but i haven't watched them in so goddamn long and you know what i feel like that's what this current gen of movies is missing there's not enough movies that are either a willing to be so goofy that they're parodies of other movies a la like top gun even like the scary movies as terrible as they were like just straight up parody movies because i think they got played out by doing them so much but i want shit like that i want movies like the final destination that you're just there for goofy ass kills and the -the over-the-top action films because the closest thing we got to that right now is like the fast and furious movies yeah and even that's a relic so yeah i mean what do you call it i mean with horror like did you watch the happy death day to you movies yeah like they're fun. They're kind of in that same vein. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, horror. They're like the I mean, only that, ones in horror, like right now, still doing like the goofy shit. Exactly. Like, like yeah. The, Everything the, else is hor- so serious. Oh, it's so goddamn. It's so dreary. So whatever. It's like, it's like they're now in the DC universe in horror. It's like have a little fun with it, guys. Come on. <laughs> so yeah. Now uh, I go with the logs. Yeah. So, Jim, I'll, I'll take the water bottle. <laughs> I'll take the water bottle. <laughs> No, that's a great question. Though. I mean, Brian, I, we both know that as far as film history goes, a water bottle is not the worst thing to get stuck behind your brake pedal. So, God damn it. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Had to be done. It didn't. It, you know what? It didn't. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But, yeah, that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to everyone in the, for the support. Uh, once again, get those questions in every week. We post them all the time. Check the links to our other tiers where you can get bonus episodes uh, where we do movie reviews. Which one should be coming out this week, Brian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, the newest bonus episode will be dropping this week at <clears> some <throat> point. And if you want to go to the $10 tier, you can use this as a billboard for your content. Uh, the different tiers, you can request a game review, request a movie review, or get, well, really get both. So there you go. Bunch of shit out there. Yep, so thank you guys once again. Truly, truly appreciate it. Yep, and if you're new to the podcast and listening on iTunes and Spotify, please leave a five-star review, and any review you leave, we will read on the show. Jim, did you know that that beautiful stout of yours may actually be good for your heart? Oh, really? And what reason would that be, Brian? Well, Jim, there's been a study done at the University of Wisconsin that dark beer may be better for the heart due to the flavonoids in dark beer. And I like saying flavonoids because they help prevent blood clots. When I first read this article, I was like, there's no way flavonoids are a real thing. <laughs> You're like, it sounds too much like a nerd word. <laughs> yeah. What do we Jim. call this thing in beer with the flavor that makes it feel good? Flavonoids. Jim, I know you That's thought That's dumb of, shit uh, I would think of. But I know when you say flavonoids in your mind, you just think of uh, what's his face, Fink from um, Simpsons. Flavonoids. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean now, now granted, let's be honest. This article that you have um, is from 2003. Now I, because I forget where I found this article from. Uh, I think it was just something on Twitter. Someone had sent me. And I was, like, looking for more updated ones, but they all just link back to this 2003 one. So I was like, oh, I guess this is the one. It's very interesting because it's really not only talking about beer. He's just saying dark liquors, including wines and actual and liquor. liquors, yeah. just tend to – and once again, he's basically saying the flavonoids in the products, he says um, – release oxidants and that that helps kind of free up blood clotting and they even i think it's kind of weird he even like did it to dogs too he did it yeah their test subject <laughs> was a dog with like a like a restricted heart valve or something like that yeah so a dog that already had like heart problems basically it's <clears> like <throat> oh let's see what'll fuck this thing up more I mean, he did it with people, too, but he, it's interesting because they didn't only do alcohol. They even tried it for, like, purple grape juice versus uh, white grape juice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, basically because of that, he said, now the one thing he said to really focus on it is to get the maximum benefit is you should be drinking these while eating. Like having with meals, not just mass consuming them. They also went the extra mile to say, you know, you should also do it in moderation and, uh, you know, having more than two drinks a day, which you can yeah. tell us is a 2003 article because now it'd be like you can't drink more than three sips without killing yourself. So, well, that's what's funny. And I, you know, I, oh, if you do tinfoil hat, who's behind it? But if right. you still look today, is it? The globalists? <laughs> yes, Jim. <laughs> it's the lizard people and the globalists. But they still basically say, like, you can have, like, I find it amazing just even saying, like, two drinks a day is fine. And they're like, they're not little drinks. They're like, you know, two full-ass beers or yeah. so many ounces of wine or so much liquor. I'm like, every day you're saying that's fine to do? I'm like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> even to casual drunks like me and you. I don't know doesn't make sense yeah this is true but i mean right does this argument mean that the precious craft beer ipa is actually not as good for you as be say a fine porter or stout you know Porters and stouts are kings right I are mean, we are we saving lives with no ipa may is that what we're trying to do i mean i didn't want to say where 
philanthropist, but I think that involves us giving money to people, Brian. I don't think that's no, right, it's giving. It's not just about money, Jim. Don't be a globalist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Brian, I mean, we, we, I know we joked about on the uh, stream of TMNT saying we're better than Jesus, but I mean, it's looking, it's looking more and more like it. Jim, I said, no, you said it because you think you're the Beatles. <laughs> I think I'm the B-Sharps. I said we can be like him because he's a later. A what? <laughs> you heard me. A later? <laughs> yep. What the fuck's a later? <laughs> it's a later. Ugh. You and your fucking Oxford Circle goddamn language. <laughs> but, Jim, the real interesting thing is, I've said this for a long time, <clears throat> Guinness being still probably my favorite easy go-to like drink, um, that thing is actually relatively, it's lower in calories than you might think. It's 125 calories. No, it, I mean, what do you call it? Because I do my calorie counting. Like, after I had one with you, and I was like, wow, this is way better than I remembered. And uh, I put my calories in, and I was like, there's like nothing to this. Yeah, so... You know, better for your heart, calorie conscious. Better for the waist. I mean, just just do it. Nike. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it is funny. I was in, like, some random uh, thread in a Facebook group, and, uh, like, it was something about IPAs, and people were just shitting on them. And they're like, yeah, and, and people still pretend they like Guinness, too. And I was like, yeah, this is a guy who hasn't moved on from the, uh, the Coors Light section. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they can all suck it. And we have, we have the flavonoids. We do have the flavonoids. <laughs> but, Jim, I I have to be honest. We have flavonoids, and it's my preference. But this next goddamn article leads me to go, great, I'm drinking the thing that this article is all about. Yeah, Bryce, you picked a great time to have Coors Light, <sighs> didn't you? Because straight from Breaking911.com, uh, there, there is a couple different types of Coors Light that are being recalled. Excuse me. Now, I should say this is in St. Louis of uh, basically people pouring out thick gelatinous whatever syrup-like substances in their Coors Light. Now, I did actually, as we were, like, starting, I was And like, actually, <laughs> I'll cut you off real quick. Like, it was on more things than Breaking 911. I know Breaking's not known for yeah. their accuracy with headlines, so... But, Jim, it also has your precious Keystone on there. I know. And I and am as, heartbroken. I am wearing as, a Keystone <laughs> shirt right now, Brian. I'm trying to be the new Keystone. I am starting a movement, goddammit. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. But I did check the little number. I was like, let me make sure the, these beers are okay. Brian, you didn't want to risk it? You, wanna, you didn't want to have a surprise? Jim, now here's a question for you. Would you have definitely thrown it out if you had started drinking that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's or a tough would question you, or would your or would you in your mind you go i need to record this and then drink it <laughs> it would either be i need to record this or the cheapskate in me would think well they can't all be syrupy defects <laughs> like yeah there's no way right i can't i don't have that. the 18 dollars to spare right now all right i need to get my 50 cents worth out of my beers <laughs> Now, is this something, you know, a la L.A. Beast, if you had a defective case, would you be willing to drink the whole thing and see how your body reacts to it? Oh, God. Ooh, that, that's a scary proposition right there. I mean, maybe a couple, but, I mean, we would need to hit the triple digits in our patron numbers for me to even fucking remotely think about that, because I would need to pay for the hospital stay. Jim, it would just be one another long night in the bathroom for you. 
come on, you've been there. You've been down this road. <laughs> I've been down this road a lot of times. I'll probably be down this road come Friday night, but. <laughs> oh, God. And you know what? I'm also getting you suspenders. I'm not having you be pantsless again for the millionth time. <laughs> It's not happening, Jim. Don't Brian, try. Brian, no. Brian, or, I, don't want to pee, I don't want to pee my pants again. I'm just getting I can't, you an I can't do it twice in calendar year 2020. <laughs> I'm just getting you an adult diaper. That's all there is to it. You know it. what? Not a bad investment for me. <laughs> it would probably be smart, actually. Like, yeah, God no, damn, go, this is comfortable. But yeah, getting back to the article. If So, yeah, there's not much to say besides there is a defect, and it really does look like syrupy goo, like clear syrupy goo yeah. coming out of these cans. It's disturbing. And, you know, if you click the link to the article, you can see a bunch of TikToks and, you know, little Twitter clips of people pouring it out. And, ugh. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Um, that looks like the same kind of syrup you would see in soda, I don't know from that's beer. that's way more that's way more viscous than what you would get in a soda. No, no, no. I'm saying like that's the kind of syrup they use to make soda. So like what that consistency is is what they do before they process to get the soda of what you're used to. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying like I don't know what in the beer making process. It looks like I mean, hand sanitizer. Yeah. It's it's it looks like it's like a hand sanitizer, almost like a simple syrup. It's very odd. Like I said, I they don't really comment on what it is. Um, but he basically just said it came. It happened at a specific canning um, line. And granted, in all reality, there's not going to be anything in that that's dangerous to you. Right. It's just not what it's supposed to be. That's why, like, I don't think it would actually hurt you if you drank. It just probably wouldn't digest well for you. But I don't think it would, like, actually hurt you. No, probably not. And so far, they're saying there's been no food safety issues related to it. So, Jim, it's not going to be like in the uh, the Hulk movie where Stanley drinks a tainted soda and then dies. Yes, that is one way to put it. I have no <laughs> <There. rebuttal. laughs> It's a good movie. You know what? This is a solid movie, especially for one of those early Marvel ones. And for how much of a fucking mess it was behind the scenes. Still, good movie. Yes. I'm just, I'm just saying Zenkoff. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, if you're in the St. Louis area and you're feeling daring, maybe head down to your store, play a little Russian roulette with the case of beer that you buy, and tell us about the results. And if you're in St. Louis, you probably want to anyway. Send, send us your gummy beer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Don't spend $14 on Jim's beer. Get the gummy beer. I mean, <laughs> you'll get some bang for your buck and a story from that. Though this is a goddamn delicious beer, I have to say. I'm babying the shit out of this. I'm actually You sober. are. I'm actually kind of mad at you. Why? Being a cess. Being a nance. Being a nance? Right. It's a $15 <laughs> can of beer. I'm going to fucking savor every ounce of it. Be more sp spyro. Don't be so bubsy. Come on. No, Bri. Bubsy would have drank it way too fast. And then <laughs> came. Damn it. <sighs> Except right, for Jim. me where I drink it slowly and then come. God. Damn it, Jim. What? Don't want me. What? <laughs> I don't see a problem. You want it. So, Jim, we've, we've, uh, would you say we've been a little harsh to a lot of beer companies who've made very terrible minimalist decisions on their labels? Yeah, here and there. Um, a few times over the years. And I still defend our dislike of that 
Well, fully. we're correct. So, well, yeah. But um, one company who we actually just had two weeks, three weeks ago, um, and I've I know I've talked about a lot. And a specific uh, beer, this specific one too. Yeah, uh, Clown Shoes uh, thinks it's time for. <coughs> excuse me, a craft beer redesign. God damn! Hold on. Okay, I'm good. Right. <laughs> For, are, you gonna, are you gonna remember to edit that out this time? No, I'm not. I, yeah, because you never do. Because <laughs> Jim, but I don't edit. I stop editing out your burps. So, what's a sneeze gonna do at this point? <laughs> and you know, Jim, every time you burp, you rob your asshole of a fart. So stop doing it. Brian, I have enough farts to go around. All right, <laughs> I don't need to worry about robbing anything of anything. <laughs> but yeah, so here's the thing: I'm confused about Jim. Are they claiming that Space Cake was the first redesign? Or um, that I don't know if it was the first redesign, but I think it's the first one that So the reason that we had this article actually it's funny because when we had this Space Cake IPA, Clown Shoes, like, you know, I always tag Clown Shoes in the tweets and all that shit. And they actually someone was asking about like, is that the same label? And then they actually responded to everyone and was like, Yeah, we changed it, here's the reason why. And they put up their own article that they wrote for it. So hmm. Yeah, uh, the long story short of the article is, like, you know, they've been around for a while, and Space Cake first came out in 2014. So when it came out in 2014, you know, there weren't nearly as many craft breweries around at the time, and they really focused on the art and, like, having a real bombastic, you know, kind of right-in-your-face, you know, signature art style. And it was really cool. But as time went on, a lot of other places started to do it, too. Mm -hmm. So in order to... So they didn't abandon their design. I'll give them credit there. But they shifted the really cool art to the back of the can. And in the front of the can, they just left it with the name of the beer, the name of it, and uh, the name of the brewery, and the description of what's in there. So basically, when they stock it on the shelves at, like, you know, beer stores and shit like that, people can look at it right away without having to do extra work, which is actually not a bad way idea when you think about it. Because you only get so much time to make an impression on people. So if they can look at it right away and see you know, brewed and canned and 9% and tropical and juicy, they might go, oh, okay, I know what I'm getting with this, and I'll give it a shot. I, well, here's the deal. Number one, I do love that what they, they put the picture down below that of, like, it was an April Fool's Day joke. Um, oh, the, the, the really the super, super minimalist yeah. <laughs> where I, I love that they did like, yeah, take a shot at all those assholes who have it that way. Um, but I don't oh, right. know. Do you mean like the fucking Philadelphia Eagles with their new goddamn logo? Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. I, I don't. You want to talk about this... minimalist bullshit? God I, damn it. it. And it's everywhere. I, we know Jim and I obviously focus on the beer part, but like. Why is everything going to this minimalism shit? Like, it needs to revert. Do something. But, yeah, I I still think that even the new label, I, I still prefer the the way Clown Shoes is written on the original glass. I like that a little no, more. No, I, I like the original logo more, yeah. Um, I like the font in the Space Cake on the new can better. Very Star Trek-y. Yeah, um, I, I respect that they just want to put in there the the essentials, like, right on the front of the can, but that they didn't abandon the artwork. That's the thing. Like, keep the fucking effort in the artwork. Fine, it's smaller, but, like, 
at least they're not doing the bullshit that everyone else is doing. So I'm glad because to me, these guys, uh, three Floyds, um, I kind of feel like, I guess you could say Neshaminy Creek is still putting some effort into it. There's like, there's a lot of breweries that are just going off the deep end with just minimalism and it's. Really Con- Hawkins still puts effort into theirs, even though the beers themselves aren't yeah. that great. Flying Flying Dog, I still don't think they have great beer, but they have great art. Inspired by what the hell's artist's name? Right? Do I look I, like a guy who would know? I feel like you did know it. You know, with like that crazy kind of graffiti style. Uh, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but now I couldn't tell you who it was. Yeah, but like, you know, I. I just, I don't know. And, and, hey, I know every company can grow and yada, yada, yada. Um, well, it is funny, but, too, that they mentioned that, like, as they've grown, like, they realize that, like, their clientele is getting older. So they're like, yeah, people who drink our shit's between 21 and their 40s. So now they need to cut out the middleman and be like, all right, here's what you're getting. That kind of deal. I guess. I mean, they they also know the market. And, as you said, they're probably testing it out. Like, do people want to see what's on the can, or are, is it still the appeal of the art? I think everyone we've talked to still gets, like, that feeling of, like, going to the video store, seeing a cool can. It draws you in. It at least gets you to pick up the can and say, what what is this? Because, yeah, a lot of times I still go to a beer store. I have no idea what the hell kind of beer it even is. I'm like, oh, that design's kind of cool. Oh, it's another IPA or sour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you had to put, like, an investment in to pull it, like, off the shelf and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm not the beer type that goes in saying, I right now want, like, a chocolate stout. I, I don't go, I go in there and I say, what catches my eye? You know, maybe, maybe I'm weird in that way. Maybe some people just go in there and only know, I want a stout, I want a lager, whatever. I don't know. But that yeah. begs the question, what are you? I mean, other than cheap, and I don't mean that as an insult. I mean, like, right. I know you go right, in right, there. Right, 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 right. No <laughs> offense taken. <laughs> I'm saying I know you go in there and you're like, I just want to get Keystone or Coors. But if you know you're going to get craft beer and it's not your wife grabbing it from Acme or something, when you're searching, do you generally go, let me look at the IPAs and sours first, or, do you, or are you just browsing in general? I just browse and see whatever catches my eye. Hmm. I'm curious. I, w- I would love to do a poll of that. I want to see what people actually do. And then from there, I break it down to price per alcohol content and then kind of make some, some you know, game time decisions from there. <laughs> but, Jim, at this point, especially since you mostly get the fancier shit for this, you know you're not drinking to get drunk, so do you care quite as much about the alcohol? No, but I still want to get my bang for my buck. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Then just drink a few whiskers. I mean, I could, but then, Brian, I'm diluting the effect of the beer itself. Got to have God the full damn. flavor experience. Don't say it like that, Jim. Brian, I have to up my snob game. But Jim, before we get move on to our only video game topic, I have a. Uh, I'm stealing your bit a little bit, Jim. Instead of gamers mad, beer drinkers mad. Go on. Um. So you know we are a part of a interesting animated group breweries mpa we're part of that well we're we're like in the group uh, are, on are facebook we? oh we are oh okay oh we are <laughs> um well, and to me 
there's always oh wait i'm always banned from facebook so i can never <laughs> see what's right. going on <laughs> well jim stop being so never mind <laughs> look bry i'm a victim of circumstance here okay Get a little Are spicy you? one time, and then you can put on a list. All right. But this is your second strike, is it not? Dude, this is like my sixth. <laughs> oh, Jambers. But it was only like a two-day one, so it was very minor. You're just, you're just, you're just rebelling against the system, aren't you? That's right. <laughs> um, the, I, the I have to of... keep up a brand on Twitter. We're as good of a job as I had is. But when I'm myself on Facebook, oh, boy. <laughs> For, I mean, now here's the deal. Any group can become ridiculous, drama-filled. It's the internet. It's a cesspool. Oh, no. What's but, happening now in fucking breweries in PA? So, you know, <clears throat> I've told you before, it gets out of hand. Like, there's the DGM, Dirty Glass Mafia, as they call themselves, which uh, is the cringiest, just oh, most bullshitty no. name that like to just post bullshit on people's pictures when they have the little bubbles because they're dirty glass and haha it's so funny it's like so beyond like it's not even worth a meme it's just so stupid but certain people take it serious the other topic that is equivalent to basically bringing up religion or politics at lunch is kids at breweries and who boy do people get fired up about this and the reason for the recent uh i'll call it the mini fire is warwick brewing uh posted a big to do which it's their business they're doing what they're doing they didn't outright say they're banning they're just saying hey we've had a couple incidents you know we'd really appreciate if people like keep the kids under control we know we have like a 20 acre farm and we can't have kids like throwing stones or running around doing this and it kind of sparked a whole bunch of other breweries to um, mostly posting kind. But then there were a few breweries that are saying now they're changing their policy to no kids at the brewery at all. Like, it's too much of a liability. We don't want it. So the division is like, you know, you got either like people are absolutely like, absolutely do not want kids at the brewery. It's not a place for them, da, da, da. And then there's everyone under the sun who's like, my kids are perfect angels and they never do anything wrong, which you know is the biggest horse shit in the world. Oh, yeah. When you're the person who says that, you know you're the asshole kids. Um, but, you know, there's – then, of course, there's the, the people that try to be the in-betweens. It's like if a brewery decides to do that, it's their policy. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, but it just sparks such an outrage and – Seeing that, and seeing as we both have kids, and we like to frequent breweries, like I just did this past week in Wildwood, which was almost meant for kids because we got there. They gave the kids, like, coloring books and crayons, and, like, it was fine. Um, but there is a culture thing there, and I still put it to, like, the ultra-hipster nerds um, who are probably white-knighting for any girl that says hi to them that don't want kids at a brewery that really think that's not a place for them. And there are some dingy-ass breweries, let me be honest. Yeah. That, yeah, you don't, you probably don't want kids there because it truly isn't. But then you have other places where it's like, well, you know, it's fine. It's kind of almost like a mini restaurant to a degree. So I don't know. What, what's your take on it? Well, Brian, as someone who has taken their kid to multiple breweries multiple <laughs> times, I'm uh, – but you know what? I You can definitely tell 
when you're at a brewery and everyone's mad that you brought your kid. Oh yeah. Like it is oh, yeah. so apparent. Like when I like when I was talking about when I went to Cape May and I went to that bear brewing. Like it was it was fine, but like there was definitely a vibe there that was like, why the fuck did you bring your kid? It was like and it was actually funny when you mentioned this because we had a, uh, a company, you know, retreat kind of deal one day at work. And, you know, I was talking to a couple guys there about, you know, breweries that I was hitting up. And they were just going off being like, yeah, I don't know why people bring their fucking kids to breweries. Like, you know, <laughs> we that shit at home. And I'm just sitting there going, la da 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 da. And, uh, you know, because it's really a thing where, for you know, and I kind of get it for a lot of people. Like, they're thinking. Like, you know, this is my time out. Like, this is where I go to be an adult, basically. Like, why are you bringing someone to a place with alcohol and shit like that? But even I'm more shocked that Warwick Brewery, of all places, is uh, putting a kibosh on it because... But that, that's that's where I want to be clear. They're not... They basically are like, hey, we'd really appreciate if you got the kids under control. We can't keep having these issues. So they didn't ban it. And at the end of the post, they also say, we do offer kids parties at our place. And, but you know what? Like, the one crux I think everyone missed is they were also complaining because people were bringing kids and bringing coolers on there. And they're like, and moms I can, were bringing. I can see that problem. I can see where that Where they're like, yeah, they're bringing, like, ciders or, like, or not ciders, the shit you drink, the White Claws. And Seltzers, stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we can't have that, guys. Like, come on. So, I, I you know, but here's the thing. Excuse me. Um, you, know, you know what I, it is, too, to get back to your point about, like, the hipster crowd because, like, the most hardcore, you know, in the beer scene is, you know, a lot of the hipster guys and shit like that. With the, you know, the erotic pizza tattoos and all that bull crap. And you know what happens in that crowd a lot, too? A lot of them are very anti-kid. Not yeah. Obviously not saying all of them, but there is a big section that's very much like, you know, I'm never having kids. I hate the societal pressure to start a family and shit like that, which I'm not going to get into. And if you don't want to have a kid, that's your thing. That's fine. Like, Jim... You're acting like they have the choice, like anyone wants to touch it. That's a good point, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so they have to mask it like, I'm choosing not to do this. <laughs> Look, I see what they pair up with, and you know what? Mm. It makes sense. Maybe Zinkoff. Zinkoff. But, yeah, <laughs> so, you know what? Like, like, God, the anti-kid people are so hardcore about it. But then again, the kid people can be annoying, too. So, fucking everyone's annoying. It's the internet. But either besides the point, like, yeah, I, you know what? If you want to have a place without kids, then go to a fucking bar or go to a tap house or something like that. Yeah. Like, if you have a brewery that has, like, a bunch of arcade machines set up there, for example, and, yeah. like, some random games and activities and shit like that, like, I can see the brewery not wanting to turn away business. And it seems like a much safer environment than a bar, so you probably will get more parents to a place like that than you would at a straight-up bar and shit like that. Yeah. Where they can't have kids. So if you want to have your adult day out, then go to a go to a bar or, you know, find a local tap room that'll have 100 beers on tap and shit like that. But, like, obviously can't have kids in there and all that kind of shit. So, there, I mean, there are still places to go. I think, I think we're trying to be, like, you know, bitchy about the kids at a brewery. It's like, come on. Like, the parents need to be able to, like... Sometimes, a lot of the time, you can't just drop your kid off with someone, but no. you need to get out of the fucking house. So, but it's also, I, I as you kind of pointed out, if you're a brewery that offers like a full menu, basically like a restaurant, then to me the gloves are off. If you're now, if you're a place like many we've gone to where like the only option is like a food truck, 
or whatever, like, and you're just a small ass, like, stools and maybe some couches. Yeah, that's not really kid friendly. I can kind of get it. And this all comes with the caveat. Yes, of course, if you have little animals for kids and they're yelling or knocking shit over, yeah, that would be disruptive. Yeah. That's a different. At that point, time to leave. Yeah, be a parent. Yeah, yeah but like. To just, as you said, you walked into places, you could feel eyes on you, like, and it wasn't even like you did anything yet. It was just the assumption, like, oh, God, here's, it's the same, but I did love people that, like, then the, the assholes came in, they're like, yeah, my dog is better behaved than kids, that's why I bring oh, dogs. Oh, eat my so, ass. <laughs> where I'm like, then the argument started, it's like, well, you shouldn't bring dogs either. So it's kind of like. Yeah, guess what? You, my kid's not going to shit on the floor, so. <laughs> You hope. <laughs> Mine is old enough now that you won't. And before but there's typees. But will you? <laughs> Remains to be seen this Friday at Too Many Games. I mean, and this kind of led into, uh, I was I was kind of trying to pair this beer drinkers mad into which is worse. Um, what is worse? The asshole who is, uh, like, kind of the people you've been describing. Complete anti-kid, like, that's ridiculous. Or the parent that says my kid's well behaved and they don't do anything to correct their kid. You know what? The I think it's kind of obvious for what's worse. It's when it's the parent that doesn't correct their kid because then that kid's ruining everyone's time. Yep. Where the the you know the the annoying anti kid beer drinker they're not going to get in your face for no reason if you don't bring a kid. You'll never interact with them, so you won't have to have that problem. So. Like, um, you know, an asshole kid's going to be an asshole kid, and it's going to be it's gonna be annoying, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I've never, honestly, before having kids, we never went to a place. We didn't do many breweries, honestly, before, the, definitely before this site. But, like, it was never something I thought about or cared that much about. Right. Um, it was a thing and, that was never on my mind because, I mean, also, like you said, before we had got married and had kids and before the site, like, it really wasn't a thing either. Like, there weren't yeah. all these microbreweries that you could just go to. Like, now, now it was, let me it was ask a different you, world 10 years ago. Say you didn't know, and as you were going through Cape May, what if you pulled up and like, yeah, no kids allowed here? Like, I'd have been, I've been like, mm, okay. And then I would just gone, I've been like, well, fuck this place. And that would just yeah. go to another place. Like, I mean, at least with Kate May, there's a billion spots to go to, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah. it would have been—I would have been annoyed, and I would have never gone back there. Like, say so. you made the trip out to Warwick. Like, and, I'll tell you this: like that bear brewing that I brought up before. Besides the fact the beers weren't that great, like just because of the vibe there, I'm probably not going to go back. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those deals where I get it. Like, and every place is—I do believe every place is free to make whatever rules they want. You know what? I can see kids being a liability and shit, too. Like, obviously, oh, yeah. I do get that. So if a place said no kids, I'd be annoyed by be like, all right, no kids. Fine. No kids, yeah. At so, least be upfront about it. Don't, like, let us in, but be like, meh, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's amazing, though. The And, you know, it's funny how sensitive the admins are on there. And I still – I would love to get them on here because they shut down comments on, like, when people start posting – like, right away. I'm like, let the motherfucker burn. Like, who can't? Like, why do you censor 
that so quickly. Do they do that? Oh, dude, that's the the ongoing meme. There's always someone who like posts a picture. They're like, comment section being shut down in three, two, one, and like four comments later, it is like comments are turned off or just say. Oh come on! They do it. Really? All, it's such a running gag. Like I got one of my photos banned from there just to piss them off. Like I posted like a craft beer, but right next to it was a Budweiser because they hate when macros are posted. Oh, should I post that picture I just put on Instagram with all my uh, oh, dude, yeah, shit? you absolutely should. You oh, should say I'm like doing P- it right now. PA boy, it will get either not shown, pulled off, or comments turned off. And people like like the crowd are fun; they're like part of the joke. But yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those deals where it's like that group takes themselves a little too serious. And I would love to talk to them, but I don't know. I don't know if we're the demo for them. <laughs> I mean, probably not. But <laughs> I can almost fully guarantee that we're probably not. Jim, they come on here, see you have a Keystone flag behind you, and just be like, we're done. <laughs> they probably would, too. <laughs> you are scum, sir, with your macro bullshit. Shut up. <sighs> but, Jim, I think... Oh, Brian, this... before, we, before we move on, yeah, to cut off your transition you were trying to do, I did move on to another beer. Go on. So from, once again, uh, good old St. Louis, the Missouri Beer Company, I'm drinking the Black Rye India Pale Ale. So it's a black IPA? Yes, it is. I, as I was pouring it, I didn't even put two and two mm-hmm. together. And I was yeah. like, man, this is a fucking dark IPA. Yeah. Yeah, they're interesting styles. It, it messes with my head, man. It's weird because it's still mostly an IPA, but there's like the hintiest hint of smoke. Not, I don't even smokiness is not the right word. It just it, it's for lack of a better term, it tastes like a darker IPA. It's yeah, the it really does. Seven percent. I mean, it's healthier for me. Seven <laughs> percent alcohol, seventy-seven IBUs, which it's kind of high, but it doesn't taste that better at all. But I also just had that, you know, nice nine percent or two, so probably it's not hitting as hard either. But tasty beer so far, I gotta say. But yeah, all these black IPAs are definitely weird. Like it's just. My, my eyes and my mouth just go, wait, something's not right here. The only thing that, that was weirder for me than black IPAs is the white stouts that I've had. White stouts is weird, too, yeah. That, that fucks with me. I'm like, mm, I, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, did this you, is definitely just like a creamier IPA. It's weird. It's did you ever weird. have uh, clear whiskey? No. Yeah, I had that in Baltimore. There was this one place. It was a little Irish bar I used to go to, and... It was that, an, does that mean it's aged like 400 years or? Um, I just don't think it's aged in like brown barrels, basically, which no. is where it gets its color from. It's a, it's aged in a, uh, what do you call it, plastic pint glass. I don't know what it's aged in. Like, it, it's weird because it still pretty much tastes like whiskey, but it's clear. So, like, my mind, when I see clear, I'm thinking vodka or something like that. And, like, you take it and you're like, that's whiskey. Like those, those, as you said, the mind fuck of like, I'm, I think I'm going to have this. It's like banana apples. It throws you off. Wait, what, what? It's mini bananas that when you bite into them, it's a texture of a banana, but it tastes exactly like an apple. What? It fucks with your mind. They're really good, but you're literally, it, it has no taste of a banana whatsoever, but it is a banana, but it tastes like an apple. I have to try this because I fucking hate biting into apples. I well, hate the texture. Then you could eat the shit out. If you like bananas, then you could have your apple fill. <laughs> I love bananas. Yeah. And, oh they're my like, God. and they're like mini. They're not like full size. They're like a whole bunch is like, you know, I, I forget, it, they're not much. I just 
I, I feel like I haven't looked for them in a while, but yeah. that and uh, cotton candy grapes are amazing. Ooh, I've not had these either. It Man, tastes gotta... like pure cotton candy, and it's a grape. No shit. See, Jim, opening up your world. You <laughs> See, are. Wait, wait. This here. There's a video for your Speaking Jim's first open time. Worlds? There's your, Jim's first time, Jim. And yes, oh. it was a good transition. <laughs> Speaking of open was world. a good transition. <laughs> So, Jim, uh, would you say the feedback has been good or bad for Sega Sonic Frontiers? Well, Bry, if I had to take a little take a little shot in the dark there, say it wasn't great. <laughs> say they've well, had better. How? I mean, here's the deal. You and I gave our thoughts on it, and I, I didn't think we were overtly negative. We just said it was weird. And there's been a couple more trailers since then, which have also been weird and also haven't changed my opinion so far like he still looks slower than i would expect the way too slow the combat still looks boring uh i it's a weird fucking game and that's not to say maybe in playing it a lot of those feelings go away maybe it is fun who knows but most sega fans well most fans i won't even say sega fans most fans have basically been pleading with Sega to push Sonic Frontiers back, which this has to be one of the first times where a game company's like, no, we want to deliver it on time. And fans are actually saying, like, no, delay it because it does. Like, I've never, I've, I mean, maybe it's happened. I feel like that's the first time I've ever heard of that happening. You know what? Like, I've heard of, like, games being delayed and people bitching that it's delayed, but also going... Yeah, what if they're going to make a good game, then cool. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't really heard about them being like, no, everyone looking at the trailers is wrong. The game's cool. Like, what? And even funnier is like, it's come out since the fact after all these trailers, all these trailers are apparently of an earlier build. So why huh. are you putting trailers out? So why are they? Sh of I an mean, earlier build that looks worse. Are they trying to under promise and over deliver? What? the fuck is sega doing i mean jim they haven't had a win in how long <laughs> i mean unless it's been made by atlas they they have not i mean sonic mania but that wasn't really made by anyone at sega so yeah i here's the deal i i said last time i want this to be a good game because i'm sure with my son i'm gonna end up having to play it and <clears throat> i want it to be entertaining for myself i just I didn't think Breath of the Wild was that good. I don't think Sonic belongs in an open world like this. But, Bright, it's not open world. It's open zone. So all the clips that we've seen is of the open world, which is more of a hub. And then you go to zones that are more populated with stuff to do. Even if that is the case... I don't know. I, you know what? Maybe if they're pulling a veil over our eyes and, like I said, they're trying to underwhelm and then deliver on something that's way better. Who knows? Maybe they're being geniuses, Jim. <laughs> so from the article, uh, that we took it from Go Nintendo, but it was all over the place. Uh, Sonic Team Studio head Takashi Izuka commented that the playtesters were giving the game considerable praise and the team has no plans to push it back to polish things up. But there is one thing that really fucking stuck out to me. So there is a line that said, 
Uh, from our, let me see, is this the, uh, blah, 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 blah. hold on a second, I, I had this line, uh, we didn't realize it. Right, hold on, I, I took the line, hold on, hold on, sorry, sorry, this is, I'm tripping all over myself here, Brian. <laughs> I, and I'm kind of just letting it happen, Jim. I want to. I, I, I want to see where this goes. No, I do not blame you, but I believe it was from this article, but it could have been from another article about it. <laughs> but yes, okay. So they and either this or a different article, they went and said that Frontiers is in development now, and actually we've been doing a lot of play testing with our target audience, who would be in that demographic of someone who'd play a Sonic game and enjoy it. So, so you're padding it with people that are automatically probably going to defend it and say it's great. Exactly. So you can't say that, like, you know, oh, but our playtesters are loving it. Well, yeah, if you have fucking, if you throw a Sonic fan a demo of an early Sonic game and go, here, let me tell you what it's like, they're probably going to fucking like it. That's, that's why Sega's where it's at, I guess. I, I don't know what else to say. It doesn't make sense that... <clears throat> Here's the deal, like, the fans that have been complaining, and once again, since you're more online, does any, like, what do they think extending it will do? I don't think anyone's happy with anything. Like, you'd need a whole new world, a whole new combat system, a whole new, like, it's not like just make a few tweaks. Even if you populate the shit out of it, would that satisfy everyone? I doubt it, because the combat looks kind of boring. So, calling for it to go... You know, if anything, be like, make it a $40 game. Or, like, you know, do something like that. Good luck with that. I know. But, yeah, I don't know. When is this due to come out? I Let think it's supposed to be by, like, Christmas. Something like that. Like, late stage 2022. Uh, like, six months from now. So, yeah, probably around Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just holiday 2022. So, yeah, probably Christmas time. I mean, do you think there's any hope for this? You know that you know you know the Sega fanboys will rally, the Sonic fanboys will rally. So whatever their number is, fine. But like you, you're a Sonic fan, you're a Sega fan. Do you think you're really gonna? I know you're not gonna do day one. I know that no, for sure. No, 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 no. But I mean, do you think this is something you would eventually pick up? You know what? You say I'm a Sonic fan, but when I think about it, and I do, we do have to play through Sonic 3 and Knuckles all the way as a Patreon request. Yep. But there's only a few Sonic games I've really, like, enjoyed. And they're all older. And, like, anytime I try to play, like, the newer ones, everyone says, like, oh, this is the best Sonic game of this type. Yeah. I've played them and been like, meh. Because the two that come to mind, Sonic Mania and Sonic Generations, I played through both of them. And by the end of both, I was kind of like, all right, I'm glad to be done this. Yeah. Like, Sonic Mania is well made, but it was very much, I've done this before. And then Sonic Generations, I'm just like, Egh. Like, the 3D Sonic, you're, you know, it's just all about boosting and, you know, it's boring. And then the 2D sections were still, like, a little floatier than, like, a tight actual 2D game. So, I, I didn't see the hype for it. So, I don't think I'm that really Sonic demographic. I only really like 1, 2, and Spinball. That's it. Well, I, I, I think we've said this before, and I know a lot of people will disagree with me. I feel like Sonic is a thing that outlived its usefulness in games, but the character is the thing that survives. 
in other media, Sonic lore, movies, shows, even as a character in other games. Perfect. Yeah. As games itself, put it to bed. Like, let the Sonic thing live, do other shit. But, you know, it's it's just, I don't think it's ever going to get the resurgence. It's, it, it wants. So. It's got its hardcore audience, but yeah, I mean, I'd be, I don't know what it would take for, like, a Sonic game to really just, like, hit like that again. It'd be almost impossible because the allure of Sonic, the birth of his whole character and being was that it was a game that was just light years faster than Mario. That right, was the anti Mario. Yeah. yeah. So it's like there's no need for that now. And it was kind of a flash in a pan. I don't want to f- simplify it that much, but I'm like, it had its time. It's done. Move on. So. Not I know to say Sonic... someone can't do something cool with it, and not to say that Frontiers can't be cool. It looks terrible right now, but not to say that it, you know, couldn't be spruced up and look pretty cool by the time it comes out. I don't know. Yeah. But all signs point to, oh boy. You know what? I think Frontiers would have been way better with a different character from the Sonic universe. Like Knuckles? Knuckles or even fucking Tails. Let me just fly around a big world and do missions and shit like that. Which, I mean, as we said... Who kn- maybe that is a feature, though. I'm, I I don't know, but yeah, I said. I mean, maybe Sonic can go super fast after you do a lot of unlocking and do new powers, which will make it more fun to run around. Maybe. I I don't. I still think movies have figured out how to do speedster characters right. Games aren't there yet, unless you just make a game like Super Hot or a Bullet Time, where everything slows down. A speedy character in a game. The way to do it before was Sonic, where you're moving so fast you don't see shit and the platforming's tight. But people aren't doing that. Like, if you want a 3D game with a super fast character, it is really hard to do well. And I I can't think of a single game with a hyper fast character that I thought, oh, this captures super speed really well. It's just not done. Yeah, I can't really think of anything. So At least that I've played. Yeah, so like I said, you'd have to do something a la super hot, where like, ev- like once you activate your super speed, everyone else is just so slow, and then you feel like, oh shit, this is awesome. But then you'd meter it, and it would be in section. So you know, it is what it is. But an open world Breath of Wild clone, it ain't it. I hope it. I I do want it to do well. I just uh, I wouldn't put my money on it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I want it to be a good game, but right now I have no faith until they show me something that I can have faith in. But Yeah, exactly. This super early drip of content they're doing is not the way to market it. Mm. Yeah. So, Chambers, the real question is, between your weird black IPA and your delicious stout, which one do you like better? Oh, the stout <laughs> was a thousand times better. You think like, you'll go with another black IPA again? I mean, maybe. I mean... I but mean, you're not going to reach for it. I'm not going to reach for it, but, I mean, it's not bad. But it, it's like you said, it's got the smokiness and almost a portery-ish kind of body to it and taste while still having the bitterness of an IPA. It's weird. But it's not it's not bad, but it's just like it's not going to be a go-to for me. But, that, yeah. I mean, that triple chocolate is fucking delicious. So Yeah, those stouts, I, I, yeah. I'll I'll say, like, if you are like, you know, fuck it, I'll splurge the money for it, you're not going to be disappointed. 
you know what? It's funny. Uh, there is a price point with beer where I can probably guarantee you if you spend 12 to $18 on a bigger bottle, not little, yeah, you're probably not going to be disappointed. Beer is one of those things, for the most part, I'm speaking very generally, the higher the price, you definitely will notice a better quality and you won't be disappointed. Whereas like with some liquors, you can go crazy with price. And unless you go really high, like with like scotches and stuff, you're not going to notice a crazy difference between an $80 bottle and a $30. But with beer, you spend 18 bucks on a big bottle, you'll go, okay, I get it. It's worth it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, this was a, what do you call it? This was a, basically a pounder for 15 bucks. So. Yeah. And speaking of pounders, this has probably been the least, I'm not even an inch close to tipsy. I've been after going through three of these, so it's Coors Light. It wasn't. It wasn't syrup. So what can I say? It is what it is, right? You, <laughs> didn't, you didn't. You didn't drink the goo. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff! Don't ever say that again. <laughs> this. But once again, we want to say if you guys happen to be at too many games, come up to us, drink a beer with us. We want to get to say hi to anyone. So please. And like, and like Brian said. We are bringing free merch, so. Yep, yep. So just and come up, right, say maybe hi. Next week we'll announce some no IPMA winners. The prizes are in delivery. That's the best I can say. Okay, so when the prizes are in hand, then we'll. Yes, say I, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything until prizes are in hand. Let's put it that way. Let's put it this way: we've tried a bunch of these different outfits, and the quality that we get back from some of these questionable. Just so. trying to make sure. Yep. Yeah. So with that, we want to say thank you so much, everyone. If you're watching, please make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications, tell your friends about it, let them know. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please hit subscribe. It will help us so much. And if you give us a five-star rating, no matter what you say, even if you want to bash us, we will bring it up on this podcast. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.